What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The Therapy is a Christian podcast is all things mental health and Christ. We specifically talk about how mental health and God are merged together to foster growth, healing, and making mental health a normal conversation. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to the show. Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Therapy as a Christian podcast. I'm your host, Roz and Renee, and welcome to another episode of the show. Hey girl, so I know y'all didn't see me last week, sis, because your girl was, I don't even know the word to describe what was happening, but I'll just give y'all a quick synopsis of this. So I passed my LCSW exam last Monday, and I posted about this on Instagram on Tuesday. Um, which was November 1st and posted about it on November 2nd. Um, but I'm going to give you all a little quick testimony before we get into this week's episode of the show. But um, I've talked about this before as a trial <laughs> that has been literally ongoing for so long for me on um, passing this exam. So I know that y'all didn't listen to me. Maybe you're new, maybe you're not new, maybe you're OG listener, but my background professionally is in mental health and I've been in the mental health field now for probably about 12 since 2012. So almost 10 years of time, a postgraduate, meaning I got my master's degree and graduated from grad school in 2016. So postgrad, I've been working in the field since 2016. And so my background professionally is in mental health. So for those of you that don't know how the process works, when you get a master's degree um, in in what my degree is in, which is in social work, um, you have you are required to work a certain amount of hours to gain licensure to sit for an exam. So it's essentially like kind of like what people call boards. Um, And so to be fully licensed um, as a clinician, meaning I can open up a private practice. I can basically say I'm a licensed therapist. I am a clinical, like a clinical person that works in the mental health field, quote unquote. Um, I had to sit for this exam and y'all don't disobey the Lord. What was supposed to take me two years took me six. Now that's a whole long spiel of a story. Um, In fact, if you go back to listen to my episode on how to like I think it's all talking about trials. I don't know. I'll link it in the show notes. Um, I talk about what it was like for me to um, want to leave my job back in 2019. And the Lord basically kind of told me that I needed to learn um, long suffering. Um, and I didn't understand at the time when he told me that at the top of 2019. And I really wrestled with him all those years um, to get to this point. And on the other side of it with victory now, 
looking back on it i recognize what he was doing was just like killing my flesh like if i could just give a spiritual context like he was killing my flesh practically he was really teaching me a lesson on the value of like being faithful to something and also you know therapy as a christian was birthed in that process um i was able to go into full-time entrepreneurship in this process there was just so many layers of lessons and so i just want to give encouragement to someone who is really struggling with seeing something through like i wanted to give up so many times i wanted to just like not do the work that i'm doing i wanted to just like say this is just a bunch of bs essentially like i just don't want to do this anymore and there were so many times god would lay the burden of you all on my heart and the burden of like i know this works so well that not seeing it through would be a disservice to you know myself in the sense of like i would always feel like what if i didn't what if i didn't what if i didn't versus if I push through and do this and accomplish it then the reward of it will be people's lives will be changed but on the flip side of it there were so many days so many weeks so many months I just did not know what I was doing I was just like why is this even necessary like what is the point of all of this and so you know I just think that um it's very important to see things through um which is on the other side of this there's so much richness in this testimony that i just have to um really just you know give honor to god about but we're not talking about that this week that's probably for another episode we're going to talk today lastly about the last um installment in the social media series which i'm actually glad i took a break last week because i've had some time to really think about all the stuff that i talked to you all about over the last month about social media um and for myself and you know just still the constant um being tied to your phone like I feel like that's just a something you're gonna really have to be intentional about working through and so I wanted to talk to this talk to y'all this week about some um practical things that God has been kind of revealing to me about using social media but I also want to give you some spiritual context because I think that I wouldn't be giving you enough um, to just practically how to use these things for, you know, in wisdom, use these tools in wisdom. But I also think that um, especially for people who have businesses or you're working to grow a business or there are things that you're doing there, oftentimes God will actually tell you to use these platforms and you get frustrated with, you know, doing it like lately he's been putting on my heart to go back on live video youtube has been dropped in my spirit a couple of times um and i've just been like uh, resistant to add another thing to my plate but i also recognize that um there is there is use of of using these things um in use of being on these platforms and so in using them with wisdom, I think, um, like I've talked to y'all about insecurity. I've talked to you about the importance of taking a break. I've talked to you about really being mindful of how you're taking in and what you're listening to and listening to learn versus listening to be critical. So I've, I've, I've talked to you at nauseum about the emotional piece of this more so than even just the practical use of it. But now I want to really deal with, if you're going to use these tools, 
I've been really delving into the word about Jesus transforming our hearts. And I'm going to talk to the woman who is really might be struggling in her faith, might be struggling in just getting back to the basics of Christ, getting back to the basics of, and why is this even important with social media, which I'm explaining in a second, but getting back to the, the basics of Christ, the basics of our faith, the foundation of our faith. This world is so off the chain. It's not even funny. And so I think that we have to be so, so secure in our faith. And I say this with a compassionate heart because I do personally know at times where you are struggling in your faith that hearing somebody talk about it can be almost like, you know, nails on a chalkboard. It's like screeching because you're like, I'm trying, I'm trying. I'm like, I'm really trying, sis. Okay. I'm fighting in my faith. And I, and I, um, posted about this yesterday on social media and I said, you know, I had a good cry with God and I told him, I said, you know, I will never allow the circumstances of what I'm experiencing to make me think that I don't love you or that you don't love me. And as hard as it is, sometimes I was talking to him about the fight of faith and how the fight of faith is so hard at times that I don't care if anybody who is, you know, they preach, they, they share, they're, they're walking this walk. We are all fighting. We are fighting against our sinful nature. We are fighting against the negative thoughts we feel. And I was reading in the scripture in Romans 7. I don't remember the exact scriptures, but it was talking about when Paul was saying, you know, what I want to do, I don't do. And what I will to do, it's like, I can't even do it. Like he was just saying, he's like, I'm struggling in my, in, struggling in myself because my sinful man is like really fighting against me. And so I think that there is such a desire for us to serve God wholeheartedly, serve God with a heart of transparency before him, you know, doing things the right way, trying to even understand what doing things the right way is because we have so many opinions and so many thoughts of do this this way and do this that way and do this and no and it's just really going back to how are you studying your word like are you getting into the bible are you reading are you studying are you listening to i won't even say listen to but really just reading that cry that i have a god maybe was all of 30 minutes i probably read about 20 verses and i promise you just a light bulb and i think we complicate it's so much to God just wants a relationship with us. God just wants us to be in relationship with him. He wants us to be before him. He wants us to talk to him, but our sinful man doesn't want to do it because one, we think it's going to take too long. We think God's not going to listen. We think nothing's going to happen. We think all these things. And sometimes that is true in the sense of like, you go to God and you feel like sometimes you don't get anything, but it's about persistence. And the truth of the matter is we we aren't dwelling on truth when we're not in the word. Like I reading that verse made me realize when I was talking to God, it's just like, God, there's so many opinions and people who preach and people who, you know, even myself who share the message of God mean well in sharing. We're doing this to help. But what happens is when we feel, um, I would say just internally overwhelmed or internally insecure or just feeling all these feelings, we almost hear what people are saying to us in good character and in good help. 
and we take it and we get frustrated. We get mad. We almost become jealous of their walk with God because we're like, well, I'm not where that person is and I'm here that we almost turn on ourselves and that's what the enemy wants to do. And so he wants you to make you think that God doesn't love you and that you don't love him. And what I was telling God was that, you know, I want to believe I want to not be prideful in my mind at times. I want to so badly to not think negatively. I want so badly to not this, this, and this. And so when I read that verse of scripture in Romans 7, when Paul was talking about it, I realized that the only way to die fully to the flesh is to understand that my fleshly man died with Christ and that the finished work of the cross is finished and that the finished work of the cross was good enough. And I think we don't, we have to really continue to remind ourselves of what Jesus did and the weight of what that meant. And we hear the stories, we hear that. And you're like, Rosalind, why does this align with the social media? Because I want you to understand that the foundation of your faith is faith in Christ, period. And if you understand the finished work of the cross, the power you have is so mighty that no situation, no mental health crisis, no whatever overtakes the finished work of the cross. And so the transformation internally that happens when we allow Christ to change us internally is that we begin to see the error of these things that the enemy has used to pervert, to deceive us, to all of these things. Even me bringing this message to you in faith is of importance because it makes you understand that It's not about you trying to be perfect before God. And so when it goes to this other, these things with social media, I think we use these as crutches to try to find our way through all the stuff to find God. And also on the other side of it, we use them as tools to growth and birth businesses and birth visions and use things to share and all these kinds of things. This is my own perspective. Y'all so don't, you know, it's not law. So in in saying all this, I think that it's important to understand that how to use these things practically when I'm talking about the emotional piece is understanding that first and foremost, your foundation is your faith. And going from that, whether you're using social media for business, where you're using social media for entertainment, if you're using social media as a way to distract yourself if you're using social media as a way to not deal with the pain of something or whatever it's a tool it's a tool it's a tool if you use that tool for you know whatever it's worth then it can be helpful but if you use it for an abusive situation of using it to get away from things and this happens y'all I'm not trying to say like it don't happen because it does but we have to go back to the foundation of what we who we are as believers understanding this and it can shape the way we think about these things so i'm going into the practical practicality of this um i'm going to hit it from the emotional side first and then i'm going to go back into the practical meaning how to use these things in wisdom so the first thing with emotional is again using it to deal with overwhelm If you're finding that you're overwhelmed when you enter social, get on social media, if you find that you're super distracted, if you find that you are really having a hard time, first of all, if you're really distracted, first, let's go back. If you're an ambitious woman and you are really someone who is trying to 
use these things for good or use it for um, betterment of your business or whatever you're going to do, then understand that it's important to know when and how to use them. And so when you're overwhelmed, it's really hard for you to decipher anything because your, your brain is cloudy. And so I would highly recommend either one, taking a break, taking a step back, finding a way to just brain dump some things on a piece of paper. Like, what are you going to do to create content? What are you going to do to create these, you know, use these things. But in general, if you're overwhelmed, you know, figure out what is the trigger for the overwhelm? What is the thing you're avoiding? What is the thing that you're, that you have going on? Is it you're really consumed about your future? Is it what is causing you to use this tool and avoid? What is the real root of the issue? What is the real trigger? What is the real emotional part that's causing you to go into this tool and use it for something that, you know, you avoid all of those types of things. Um, and then going back to listening, if, if you're going on social media and you're using this as a tool are you using it to listen to learn or is it becoming a thing where you're listening or looking to be self-critical I know that my stories are entertaining and I talk about a bunch of stuff and so I think that you know again that's entertainment but if it becomes to a thing where it becomes an insecurity for you you have to know when to separate step back it's the same thing if you were um, you know, in a relationship with someone that was causing you harm, being in a place, do you need to take a break? Do you need to take a step away? Like those things are things to be mindful of when you're approaching these tools. And so going into the practical, if you're someone again, who uses it for different reasons, maybe you need to schedule your content. Facebook is free. So there is an actual way that you can, if you have a specific um, business app, or if your Instagram is for business, um, or if you just have a, if you want to just schedule content out, you can schedule your content out via Facebook. Um, you can do that through business.facebook.com and you can schedule content out way in advance if you create it. So that way you're not posting or being on there all the time. If you find that you need to do that. Um, maybe you need to take frequent breaks. So maybe you need to schedule breaks out. Maybe you need to, at the top of the month or the end of the month, take a detox, maybe take three or four days just completely off the app. Sometimes I have friends that are so busy. They're like, girl, I don't even have time to look at my phone. And that's fine because a lot of times some people aren't on their phone all the time. But I'm thinking about people who, you know, that I know who may or may not use social media for reasons or purposes of um, content creation. You may need to find to take breaks. I know that's something I'm going to build into my schedule is frequent breaks throughout the month where I'm not on the app and that's okay. Maybe sometimes you just need to log out. So there's a way where you can actually log out of your Instagram or social media or, or Facebook or even TikTok and log out to where if you go to the app, you actually have to manually log in in order to do so. And so those things, I tell clients this all the time, especially when I'm talking to them about their distractions because so many of them find that social media is a big distraction for them and they use it as a means to avoid what they really need to do. And so in the beginning of a lot of my work with them, I tell them, get off, like just give your brain the permission and yourself the permission to take a break. 
when I hear clients say I, I'm on my phone all the time, I'm like, have you taken a break? Have you given yourself the opportunity? Some of them never even taken a break before. Some of them have and they find that they go back and forth, but that's fine. Like sometimes you do have to go back and forth to kind of get the opportunity to just break. But also understanding that using these tools for using these tools for good sometimes are purpose to give yourself the permission to take a break. Okay. Remove the app from your phone. So if you even go as far as needing to delete um, whatever social media platform you use, maybe you need to use it on the desktop. If you're someone that has to do with business, you can add stuff now on Facebook and Instagram via desktop. You don't have to have the app or the phone in order to get things done. And so this is super important when trying to know how to use these things of wisdom, pull away from the actual thing that is causing the temptation, which is on your phone. Use it during a certain time of the day, maybe on your computer or whatever you need to do. And then last thing, you know, going back and forth with working to remove the trigger. Again, I am coming to y'all from more of a emotional standpoint of understanding these things. You have to understand that most of the time when you are distracted with something, most of the time, and this is what this is what I've realized from a lot of clients, is that most of the time they're avoiding something, there's some emotional component to it, whether it's a belief they have about something or just unprocessed emotions, or even feeling as though they can't... Um, they don't feel like they're doing well with something. I know that that's something I have heard agnosium where there's this beat up of self because you feel like I'm not where I need to be or I'm behind or I'm not doing a great job. And again, y'all, there are so many people that we look up to that are that are um, accomplishing things that we don't under we don't know one what it took for them to get there and two how long they've been working at something. Some people are actually in harvest of the seeds they planted for years and so we become sometimes so entitled to and this was another thing I was telling God the other day I think we have to really check our heart posture of are we wanting um and this is where I'm talking about people who are um you know pursuing things are we wanting platform or are we really wanting to just do the work and put our head down because a lot of times the mundane every single day doing the work is not for the purpose of you don't see the fruit of it. And so for other people who may just honestly, like they love what they do. They love their jobs. They love, they, they just use social media for entertainment and all of those necessities. They don't necessarily use it for business or any of those reasons. You have to really then at that point, then know what are you avoiding? If it becomes a distraction, what are you essentially avoiding? Are you avoiding work? Are you avoiding dealing with an emotional situation are you avoiding are you um wanting to wish to be in a relationship so then you just spend your time looking at other people's relationships and it ends up causing you to be down on yourself because you're not in one those become emotional triggers and so if it's an unfollowing spree using sometimes these tools with wisdom is not following people that that in like impart or or if you're not at the place where you can take it in strong enough to unfollow there's nothing wrong with unfollowing with somebody like I just think we don't understand like even if you mute people there's some people I follow that I just mute and I probably have forgotten that I've muted them but just in saying that to say like using stuff with wisdom is sometimes cutting it off right at the point and there's nothing wrong with that 
And so it's it's dealing with what is the emotional piece behind this? What is the thing emotionally that I'm reacting to? Because a lot of times when we react emotionally, it is because, and or even react in general, there's some level of emotion and thought behind it. I teach my girls and show up sis all the time that your thoughts and the beliefs you have about yourself or beliefs you have about anything always impact your emotions and they always impact your behavior. They, they inadvertently always impact what you do. And so if you believe something to be true about yourself, or you may unconsciously don't know that you're believing something about yourself to be true, your emotions and your, and your behavior is going to fall same into that. If you're burnt out, you're going to react. If you're burnt out, you're going to be irritable. You're going to be short tempered. You're going to be this. You're going to be, um, super frustrated, super flustered because there is a, um, lack of energy. There's a lack of being full and that comes from what if what is what is around me that's allowing me to be burnt out and sometimes as a parent you may be burnt out sometimes in jobs you may be burnt out sometimes in all these situations and so recognizing these things are super important because they impact your emotional state which ultimately impacts how you react and so going back to this when using some of these tools with wisdom it's understanding is what is the thing that's impacting me emotionally that's causing me to avoid, that's causing me to react differently or causing me to do something. Sometimes you just need a break. Sometimes if you're burnt out, you just need to refuel. And that's wisdom. Okay. So I hope this was, I hope this answered some of the questions um, that y'all have with, you know, in social media in general, go back and listen to the episode um, and the episodes on how you can really work to identify some of these factors and begin to work through them. So if you love this episode, make sure you share it with a friend. And I love y'all and I'll talk to y'all next week. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.